yeah, it's the weekend. A good time to meet friends, cause everybody's busy. It's not easy to see them. Written's and freeze blend. That's the style part. Starting October, watching the wild card. Kansas City beat the Oakland Athletics, who were choking like they were smoking asbestos. Maybe they should have not traded Cespedes. But if the question's how fresh is this, just say yes it is. You might have heard last app, and that's excellent. And if you didn't, go get it and share it with your next akin. Subscribe and keep refreshing on your stereo. I made a couple notes, drop the beat, and there you go. Yo, I'm blooming like a marigold I know that's a flower, but I don't know where it grows Uh, like the nose on Pinocchio I could say something fresh, but I'd just be joking, bro <laughs> Okie dokie dokie do You know that was coming through Uh, what's new with you? You know me, it's WB I'm having fun on this And you're not watching TV Or maybe if you are, you got the volume down Cause it's a podcast you're listening to now Oh my gosh, uh, where does this beat end? I'm Bergy, yo, welcome to the week Beat Mason, one take, that's how we do it, it is October, you know that, we're back at you, it's been a bit of a delay, I've been busy, you've been busy, Muskoka, what's up, Guelph, what's up, Toronto, what's up, had amazing times in all of you, and your your people there too were really fresh and nice, um, (laughs) what? If you listened to last episode, you heard me talk about the Kansas City Royals. Are you watching baseball right now? Yeah. Yeah. Kansas City's crushing. They just won the wildcard game. They're about to start a series. It's it's a very it's a very strange time. I'm definitely cheering for Kansas City now. Because, hey, there's a chance that I could have shaken hands with a pitcher from a World Series winning baseball team. Which I I don't do that regularly it's not in my average list of things that happens to me in a week and of course the blue jays are out can't do anything about that speaking of kc shout out to kc lions modern superior helped us record the interview you're gonna hear coming up we got my man ghetto socks is here today very excited about that we're gonna get into that in just a few short minutes This week, it's been a busy week. It's been a busy week. We're now the weekend. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Of course, you know I got some coffee here. You know I'm listening to some beats. I don't know if I slept well last night because I just read the newest issue of Walking Dead. And I'm talking the comics, the single issues, the floppies, (laughs) not the graphic novels. Issue 132 of Walking Dead. I'm not going to spoil anything because I know some of you guys only watch the show or maybe you just wait for the floppy issues to get collected into the I know it's floppy issues that's it's a term that's what people say I say that some people don't like it it's floppies deal with it the new issue 132 genuinely creeped me out it freaked me out okay I it's a comic book about zombies I've read 131 issues of it with varying degrees of freaked outedness <laughs> This new issue kind of creeped me in a weird way. Not, I don't really go for the shocking. I don't like when they do the shock value scariness. I'm not into uh, the Saw movies, that type of thing. It's kind of creepy. If you're reading the comics, if you're at a comic book shop, grab 132 and give yourself a creep. Or don't. Uh, that doesn't sound good. Give yourself a creep. Give yourself a creep there, friend. <laughs> Well, just don't don't say I made you do it. But if you like it, let me know what you think. It'll be fun. Like October. 
it's I'll tell you why it's my favorite month of my life. <laughs> every year, every year it's my favorite month cuz okay, full disclosure, it is uh my birthday. I was born in it. I'm automatically biased. Also, somebody else named my mom was born in October and I, without October, basically I would cease to exist. So that was very important. So October, I I it's it's funny today. I think the leaves got the memo. Time to time to drop. Okay, first weekend October, we're down. We're on the ground. Take over. It's on you. It's on you now, branches. You're up. <laughs> I'm from October. Hi, that's my new thing. Uh, when is my birthday in October? Well, I'll give you a hint. I share a birthday with a famous former Blue Jay who once tried to drop kick a pitcher. If you can figure that out, no, I'm not going to give you the number of his his jersey. Well, now I gave it away that he's a he. You got to figure out the rest of the math. All right, now here's a quick little thing I want to talk about with you. I played a lot of shows, especially the last two months. I've been very busy. It's been great. And a thing that comes up a lot at shows, whether you're playing at a festival or a theater or at a nightclub, a bar, wherever you're at, the guest list, okay? Now, this is for artists. This is for promoters. This is for friends. I have a strict policy, okay? I have the L&M guest list, L&M, lovers and mothers, okay? I think your lovers and your mothers should never have to pay for your shows. Get them in for free. Everybody else, they got to pay. Okay? It's not fair to other artists on the bill, first of all, if you have a guest list with 20 people on it, and then you don't, you say, well, look, I've got 10 friends coming, but I'm going to make them pay, and then you see the band you're playing with just comped everybody. That's not cool. I'm just saying. I'm not perfect. But I'm just telling you, the L&M guest list, that's what you should do. It should be a policy. L&Ms, because look, your mothers never charge your mothers, all right? What are you, crazy? You're going to charge your mom? I mean, I, I don't want to play on a bill with anybody who's going to charge their mom. That's uh, This guy's like, yeah, my mom, she's got to pay full price. 12 bucks. Fork it over, mom. Mom, I want some cigarettes. Mom, pay for my gig. Drive me home. Mom, shut up. <laughs> no, your mom is in. Your mom's on my guest list, for that matter. She's covered under the policy. This is what I'm talking about. And your lovers, well, your lovers, this is the thing. Yes, you love them, I assume. And, but secondly, they've probably had to hear your songs or your stand-up material or whatever you're performing. They've probably heard that or seen it a million times. And let's be honest, at this point, you should be paying them to come see you, all right? I mean, they are supporting you. L&M guest list makes sense. And that's what you do. It's a nice thing to do. It's respectable. It's respectable. <laughs> Guys, this is what we do. If this is your first time tuning into the weekend, I'd like to kick things off like this. Just get a little loose. Get to know you a little bit better. If we're going to be hanging out this weekend, that's just kind of what we're in for. This is a kind of fun that we like to have. You can still drop us lines, weekend at burgies at gmail.com. Thanks again for everybody who wrote in after last weekend's episode. I've been hanging out. The, one of the other reasons I haven't, this I know it's been a bit of a wait for this podcast, but I've been busy, guys, I just, with the shows, working on some new music, working on a secret other little project I'm very excited about. And 
full disclosure, me and the honey badger got hooked on Homeland. Have you seen that show? Some of you may have seen it. They call it Homeland because when you're watching it, your home becomes the only land you know. You, you don't leave. You don't do anything. I haven't been hooked on a show this hard in a while. So if you're into some espionageicals, military, undercover, security, ops, special. I don't want to give anything away. Uh, I didn't know much going into it. But I trusted my Uncle John, and he came through. So shout out Uncle John for that. Shout out to Brent T. Thanks for writing, Brent. Appreciate that. Very cool to hear from you. I want to get out west New Year, definitely. So keep keep in touch. Keep in contact. Stay up on things. We're definitely going to get out there. Speaking of getting out there, let's get out of this intro and into the interview <laughs> My old pal, fellow MC, collaborator, teammate, just all around super fella, the one and only Ghetto Socks, swung by this weekend to hang out. We had a great chat. I think you might learn one or two things you didn't know about Socks. And if you don't know him, you're going to learn a bunch of things. It was a great time. A big, big up to Socks for coming by, hanging out. We had a lot of fun. It's, it's always fun just chilling out. Very relaxing, chilled out interview. I think you're gonna enjoy it. So, without further ado, let's get into it. The one and only Ghetto Socks. Yeah, traveling, like touring with you is always fun for that reason. <laughs> is because, yeah, you get in the car, I look at my hands, and I'm like, what have I done? What am I doing here? And then I look over and you're just there. There's like a, a thick beam of light coming through the window <laughs> right on you. And you're just handing out comic books. And does anyone want some trail mix? <laughs> like, I got a piece. I, I, I got a PSP and I got a Game Boy Advance. Like, <laughs> who wants what? Like, you're just like, you're Rich O'Coin basically, like, handing out. You know, you you throw the beach. You know, the beach ball goes up front. And you're pulling out the parachute and all those fun activities. Got to keep the kids entertained in the car. Coloring books. <laughs> you got pogs. <laughs> well, thank you. You know, I pride myself on my activity on my activity bags, yeah. activity packs. It's fun. I do that. You know, then I forget other stuff. But it's like word burglar, aka activity bags <laughs> with a Z. I should market those activity yeah. bags. Would be good. A B for short. It's the weekend, dude. Yeah. Just lay back. Yeah. It's not that different from the regular week. <laughs> well, it depends, you know, what day, uh, what your weekend is, right? Yeah. Or what, you know, what your employment is. Exactly. Or lack thereof. That's what right. have you been up to this week? What's been going on, man? I've been working on some wraps and hanging out, eating some food in Toronto, of course. In Toronto. Yeah. It's great to have Toronto. you here visiting. Yeah. Because you're originally, you were born in Ontario. You were born in Ottawa, yep. right? That's right. Ottawa. Cool. Cool. And moved to Halifax. And then that's where we know each other from. That's and then right. I, I moved to Toronto. So kind of crisscrossing. And that's uh, right. You know, it's funny. I was listening to your, uh, listening to your albums today. Some old ones I dug up because I've got like the old limited collector records. So this one here for the people at home, colors. Uh, yeah, you remember this Nardwar. one? You're like pulling a Nardwar. I'm Nardwar. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, okay. you, you know this one. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah, this colors. <laughs> what was that, 2002 or 2003? Uh, 2003. 
Yeah, it's yeah. amazing, you know. Listening to that, I was just sort of transported back to that time, and it's like visiting my old friends in you know a time capsule kind of situation, and and that, and uh, and of course I got zoo school here too. Outstanding. Uh, oh, that's true. Day we got the whole catalog here. You got the whole kit and caboodle. Whole wow. kit and caboodle. Gutter Socks has a lot of records. Zoo school. Yeah, these uh, these are really old. There's some kids out there who would love to get their hands on these CDs. I think. Yeah, supposedly. I don't know. But it's so dope. Both, yeah, same year, two thousand three. This is my demo making phase. That's what I call 2003 when I made these. Just made them, you know, just made them. And now they're here forever as a constant reminder of how one develops. And you were kind of on some concepts with these, right? Like with colors, almost every track is a name of a color, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You're accurate. <laughs> what, was the, uh, what was the idea there? Was it sort of like moods or uh, what these colors would make you think of? I... Yeah, maybe there's a vague relationship to the song, like beige, and there's a song about Star Wars, so maybe that was kind of the the Jedi garb, beige. Yeah, and then uh, I don't remember the rest of the songs it's, really. You got you got millions of songs, man. Your production is listening to that too. It's like hearing like how dirty and grimy it is. You can hear like a bit of like a Mad Lib influence. I think is oh, that yeah, totally. correct in your? Yeah, totally. One of the top five. Influences, I'd say. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I never like to, uh, you know, DJs, producers, people know you don't, you never, you never spoil your samples. But I heard some stuff on there. I'm like, oh yeah, I know that. Yeah. I know that. I like it. Yeah. it. Makes me feel nice. Yeah, I kind of never really cared too much about what was sampleable. And, <laughs> yeah, I'm not like uh, you get the idea. So I don't know. Just. I'm glad you did, man. I'm yeah. glad you sampled what you sampled. And yeah. Same thing, but like, what's going to happen? Worst case scenario, someone's like, you can't sample this for actual legal reasons. Like Drake got slapped by that for that. Uh, he, they sampled some Playboy record or something, right? That Hugh Hefner had a record label, I think in the 70s or 80s. I don't know the full details, but Drake used it and got slapped with a lawsuit. Or uh, You know, everybody knows there's a bunch of yeah stories of that stuff. Yeah, I, I guess you hear less of it nowadays. I mean, Drake getting slapped, doesn't that doesn't mean anything. Thing. They're never going to see any money out of that. It'll just run around in court forever and no one's going to get paid until they give up trying to chase them. Yeah. Like major label, it's not going to happen. Or they just pay the like interpolation fee or whatever they call it, right? They come to a settlement usually when they get, when they start, when their legal fees start stacking up of the, the you know, the plaintiff starts getting out of hand. So I don't know. There's, a, there's actually a cool, um, interview or documentary about uh one of the the producers slash players from nucleus uh this band nucleus been sampled like to death and like by everybody from mad lib to you know rick rubin to yeah i feel like rick ross bottom maybe yeah yeah, yeah totally. like everybody and yeah. then the guy just talks about it like He's like, well, what am I going to do? Chase down Rick Ross or like T.I.? Like he's, <laughs> yeah. he's he's basically like, I definitely could file a lawsuit, but I'll never see the money. And um, and so then he's, he, talk, he bigs up Rick Rubin for having a professional relationship for, with him and paying him, you know, what his fee is, whatever that may be. Doesn't really delve into that, but. I think that's, yeah, and that's, you know, Rick Rubin doing the right thing and that's, yeah. that's the way it should be. I mean, he's this, in a position to do it. And he has, like, some artistic integrity, I think. Yeah. But, I mean, for the rest of us, running around like Lord of the Flies out here, you know, naked children in the woods, sharpened sticks, you know. We're just trying to have some pork. (laughs) Just trying to have a little pork, Get some pork. Yeah. So you're working on, like, I mean, a lot of people know you as an MC. 
you're an incredible artist too. You do so many. You've done a lot of covers, right? Like, how many covers have you done? I'm not too sure offhand, but a lot. Yeah, like Timbuktu's how huge recent, like the most recent one I can think of. Yeah, Timbuktu's how huge Timbuktu, Stranger Danger, Swamp Thing, all the Swamp Thing art, like Creature Feature, Fire Dogs, Grindhouse EP, um, tons of stuff, Chokulees, um, Ambition, like literally tons, tons. I don't know. Lesson Kills, Lesson Kills, and yeah, Extremities, Extremities, yeah, all the Extremities stuff, pretty much. So. Is that like a thing you've always like? You've always been kind of an, an artist. Yeah, right? yeah. That's why I went. I went to school because I liked art and uh, like visual art and stuff like that. So bring that to the some graphic design and some visual art. Yeah. Are there Just any any artists you like really love like visual art? Not artists? really. No. <laughs> <laughs> comic books. No, and comic books. No, no. Don't like any. Just uh, I don't like it anymore. That's what I've, <laughs> I've come to the conclusion is I don't like it. I went to school for it and it turned me off. No, I'm. I'm of course. Yeah. I'm, yeah, just kidding. Just kidding. Speaking of which, speaking of which, yeah, are you? But you're kind of a dog person, right? You get a lot of dog nice segue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like dogs. Yeah, I'm more of a dog person. So make your dog famous. What was that? Someone's dog in particular? Did that start? I always thought it's it was based on a true story. It's apt. Apt has a dog, George, who is basically looks exactly like the dog on the cover of that record. I want to shout out. I want to shout out George. Not so much Apt, but Apt gets some shout outs. <laughs> and is he now? He is now famous, sort of. Well, yeah. Whoever's certain dog circles, that was, yeah. you know, he he gets led. You know, he skips lines in certain certain places. You know, and the rest is history, as they say. It's hilarious, There's, and it make, makes for great cover. Makes for good story. Obviously, big shout outs to Joe Run Bombay for Absolutely. DJing it. And that dude, I mean, we've talked about it a million times, but he's such a legend, man. When you think about how long he's been holding things down in Halifax yeah. and just producing and, you know. I mean, yeah, like, just on that note, too, like, not trying to ride Joe's jock too hard, but, like, everybody focuses on the fact that he's a legend and everything he's done. But the dude is still going strong, and he's probably at the strongest he's ever been in his career, like, in terms of production, ideas, and finally, to see him getting somewhere with it is really dope. So yeah, yeah, Big Funk Box Reload for yeah, sure. Exactly. People listening should go check that out. Yeah, Funk Box Reload, Joe Run. I think he's got it up on SoundCloud or um, yeah, bunch of places. Yeah. I'm sure, if you use your internet powers, you can find it. That's right. So, can we talk about this new record you're producing? You're kind of taking a uh, a bit of backseat from the mic and going back to the boards, right? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. There's a project that I'm working on right now with uh, Toronto-based rapper nilla uh and yeah it's gonna be cool i'm just making the beats and she's handling the rhymes Did are you intrigued <laughs> i'm intrigued i'm intrigued well i got to get a little sample we were hanging out uh, a couple days ago last week and uh during yeah. the weekdays during the weekdays <laughs> uh Everything was sounding great. The beats were good. I mean, again, going back to your your production, like get some friends. You produced every like every track on that. I mean, you know, a, a song about breakdancing. Um, yeah, do you have a favorite song? Everything save one. I just didn't produce uh, City Life. That was the only track, and Bix did that one. So big shouts to Bix. Yeah, shout out Bix, crazy producer. Yeah, sweet. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to like to draw and stuff. Yeah, I used to when I was really young. I used to. Like I used to like activity books. <laughs> like, uh, what were some I, of your favorites? I had. Do you uh, remember? 
had a Dune activity book. Dune? That, the movie came that out. That seems was, a bit adult. It was so weird. <laughs> it was like, you know, the, you know the books though. It's like, yeah. you coloring, you color this in or connect the dots and create the image. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah. like puzzles and stuff like that. And yeah. I just remember having this and not knowing what was going on. Because <laughs> like, ob- obviously I hadn't seen the movie. Yeah. It was just like, we were at a dollar store or something. And I was like, you know, sort of just like picked it up and showed it to my mom and was like, can I have this? And she's like, sure. And I was like, yes, looks cool. But no clue what it was about. Sandworms in there, steel suits. I was just like, no clue, but this is cool. That looks like a tank, but it's a spice harvester. Since since then, since <laughs> since that activity <laughs> book, I've seen Dune over a hundred times. <laughs> in so its you entirety. <laughs> yeah, so. I heard recently that, there was supposed to be another Dune, like Jodorowsky or something was going to do a Dune movie, and now there's a documentary about it. Huh. Because that was David Lynch, right? And I know yeah. you're a big fan, like Twin Peaks and yeah. everything. Yeah. I don't know. That movie, like Dune, David Lynch's Dune was, I don't know if a lot of people know it. I'm sure they're kind of aware of it. It was kind of a compromise for him to do that movie. I don't know if you're familiar with this. No, but fill me in, man. Well, yeah, basically, he... he he d- didn't want to do the movie. He was approached to do. Uh, he was approached to do Star Wars, I think, at some point, and he went to L.A. to uh, talk to George Lucas, and uh, basically was completely turned off of the conversation. Like he huh. just didn't want to go. He didn't want to do it. Uh, so he didn't. He passed on Star Wars, thankfully. But uh, you can imagine what it would be like seeing Dune. So th- I guess with it was it. Uh, De, La, uh, De Laurentiis, or I don't know what the, the the name of the production company is that made all those movies. Yeah, yeah. But they had a deal, so if they if he did Dune, he would get to do whatever he wanted for the next one. And the next movie that he made after Dune was Blue Velvet. Ah. So it was kind of like, his, I don't know, his take on... they just It's just like people figured, oh, he's weird, therefore he should be able to do science fiction. I mean, I, I don't think it expected... They got what they expected. Like they wanted Star Wars type, exactly stuff, and they didn't get it. So, yeah, that's that's interesting, and it actually yeah. probably explains why there was a Dune activity book because they probably it was the Hollywood machine saying let's right. let's merchandise the shit out of this with exactly. activity books and exactly. sleeping bags. Like I think I remember there being like Dune. There was like yeah. I, I know there was like a comic book, and I think there might have been toys or something. Yeah. But you look at it and it's like, this is not, certainly not Star Wars. And it's, yeah, I don't no, know w- no. what you would compare it to. It was real crazy. Real crazy. Do you have a favorite David Lynch film? Uh, I like a bunch of them. I mean, I like Blue Velvet's probably one of my favorites. I like Wild at Heart. That's also really crazy. Mulholland Drive. I mean, there's you can sort of see the deterioration of, you know, narrative and all this, I don't know, logic. And yeah. as as his career's gone on, I find, but uh, I don't know. I can appreciate each step of the way for different reasons. I just like the way that he sees, like his creative process is interesting. Yeah, you know, like Lost Highway. Yeah, he's big on like meditation and dreams and that sort of thing, and I th- I think that comes permeates through his work. So I don't know. It's fun. Yeah, a lot of his stuff totally dreams. I mean, I I had seen Dune at, at like 
at a birthday party where the parents probably didn't know what they were renting for the the kid we were, whose party we were at. They thought it was Star but Wars. I didn't associate that. Yeah, exactly. I, I saw the the activity book for this. <laughs> it looks fun. Uh, but David Lynch, like the first David Lynch I ever saw was Lost Highway at uh, Wormwoods in Halifax. I don't know if you remember that Wormwood Cinema. They were on, on Gottagen, actually, but they, okay. uh, yeah, they're gone now. It's now that condo building close right. to your old yeah, spot. The, yeah, whatever. Yeah. What are they called? Those Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that used to be Wormwood Cinema, and that was an awesome theater. I think I saw it like a midnight, it was like a really late night showing of it, and it was raining out, and it was just kind of the perfect night to see that kind of movie. And it felt like a dream. I didn't know what the hell. I think I saw it with Palermo, actually. I was just, what the hell? is this movie uh, yeah it's really weird i kind of want to go back and see it now i remember really digging the soundtrack i think david bowie yeah some david yeah. bowie yeah and just like really spooky and like where's this going and then yeah. the ending you don't really know what happens which i find is kind of a lot of his movies yeah. and tv yeah it's really symbolic at times and esoteric fire walk with me fire walk with me yeah, yeah, you gotta do that. That's good too. That's a good movie. Yeah. Have you seen? Uh, did you see? You saw Guardians. I did see Guardians? Liked it. Liked it. It was dope. Um, what was I liked Expendables three. You see that? I did not see that. <laughs> I can't stop talking about it. You know what I'm talking about. I saw Boyhood. Oh, how's that? It was good. It was good, man. You should take. You should uh, do it. Take yeah, the little lady. Out. I should do that. Yeah, yeah. So, what's the story? Now they follow a, a like a boy through his whole life. Is that the idea? Uh, somewhat. I mean, yeah. it's like a coming of age type film, and it's it's sort of chronicles from age six till when he goes to university, age eighteen. So what they did uh, was it Richard Linklater, I think, yeah. is the director. He uh, basically shot over the period of twelve years, so you actually see a real time aging of the uh, of the star. It's cool how he did this. It's kind of like an interesting marriage of like a more conventional story plus his like take on philosophy and uh, relationships and that sort of thing. So it was cool. And, and then you have that aging factor, like where everybody, like Patricia Arquette and. Uh, what's From his Lost name? Highway, too. Yeah, exactly. There yeah. it is. Uh, and what's his name? Ethan Hawke. I always want to say River Phoenix. Ever since <laughs> Explorers, man. I've, it's it's, it's Explorers. Actually, remember Explorers? Hell yeah. I don't want you to lose your thought. Keep going. No. Yeah, so you see them all aging in it. <laughs> yeah. So they, you know, it's a 12-year process, so they're all aging and all the characters. So, I don't know. Good movie. Recommendation. Cool. Without going into it too much. There you go. There you go. And now back to Ethan Hawke. I always think of him. <laughs> I always think he's Sugar Ray. <laughs> Sugar Ray. <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, is that the same guy? And, uh, okay, Explorers, man. <laughs> you just dropped a bomb on my brain. I haven't thought about that movie in forever. That was from that era of, like, 80s movies that I feel like they don't make anymore. Yeah. You know, like the Goonies or Explorers or... Adventure movies. Adventure movies where a bunch of kids all get together and do stuff that, you know, somehow the parents don't know where they are and yeah. they can run off Monster Squad. Yeah. And Adventures they're like, and babysitting. There you, yeah, and... That's those are the best movies. Yeah. Maybe they make them, and we're just not miss. We're missing all these kids' movies. Yeah, but. I don't know because <laughs> we're not maybe seven years kids. old. Spy Kids. Oh yeah, that. yeah. I don't yeah. know. It was definitely a weirder time. I think the '80s there was a lot of marketing going on, and like this demographic needs to be, you know, tended to. 80s, 80s toys were crazy too, and I know you probably you you're into Transformers a bit. Yeah, I like Transformers. Yeah, I had a couple Gobots. Yeah, won't lie. 
It wasn't by choice. The GoBots. How they were cheap. They had them at the drugstore. Uh, GoBots were cheap. Yeah. They yeah. came first. At the shoppers. Yeah. And then, uh, or at the uh, Boots. Boots, oh man. <laughs> boots. <laughs> boots. The Byway. Go to Byway. Of course, um, Byway What was, was the other one? Woolworths. Uh, but uh, the, I, there was this other toy. I don't, I don't know if you've heard. Well, they had the, of course, there was, the, before I get into the one I want to talk about. Is the the rock transformers? Do you remember those guys? Yeah, I don't remember what they were called specifically, but I don't know how that made it. <laughs> like, like okay, it's a rock, and now it's a robot. There, run with it. I don't remember what those are called, but like, if you go and search that, you will find them. I want to guess they were. I think it was like rock lords. Yes. Is my guess. I think so. But there were He Man guys who were rocks too. I think the rock lords. Is that oh and they transformed yeah i remember because my mom i don't remember my mom came home one night what what seemed to me like was really late it was probably like 10 o'clock or something crazy from the airport she had been on some trip or something and she just pulled out this rock like she didn't give the packaging or anything she just pulled out this rock and was like here you go and it was just like this silver little like plastic rock and i was like what is this and i like two seconds you know you could figure it out and I, I like, whoa, this is cool. Just because it was late at night. Yeah. And, I, <laughs> and my mom was like giving me a toy. So I was like, shit, that's crazy. GoBots were kind of like, they were cheaper though, because to transform them, you kind of had to, like, cheaper in the mechanics of how they transformed. You just stand them up. Now he's a robot. Yeah, bend him in half. And yeah, bend him in half. Now he's a helicopter. Now, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, what was the other one though? Rock Lords. Yeah, Rock Lords. Leader One. Leader that was the one, name. Yeah. That was the jet guy, right? <laughs> GoBots definitely had the worst names. It was like, what is this guy? He's a motorcycle. He's a leader. He's uh, cycle. Yeah. He's, let's call him Leader One. Leader one is one. a winner's number, so let's go with it. Psych, there was like Cycle. Psych- yeah, he was Psykill. Psykill, yes, exactly. Psykill. He's a bad guy, obviously. Yeah. Killing his name. And then you didn't get it till later. Like, I got that years later. I was like, oh. Psych <laughs> <laughs> That must have tickled your funny bone. Was, that's right. That's your wheel. That's your wheelhouse. That's right my there. wheelhouse. I love a good funny Psych-il. bone tickle. <laughs> cop tour. I actually cop had tour, him. Yeah. Yeah. Police officer. Helicopter. Helicopter. Made cop a lot of tour. sense. Yeah. They need police. If he was really big, like if he was like maybe a heavy set helicopter, they could have called him. Helicopter. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's from Texas or something. I like it. Maybe I don't know. But the other toy you should I, be writing. You should be writing the GoBots. I know. Bring them uh, back, man. <laughs> if Leader One's making the cut, dude, I got some heat. <laughs> That's a guy I want to get on the podcast. The guy who named the GoBots. <laughs> Call me back. <laughs> Just getting your we'll explorers little off. thing. Yeah. We'll have a name off. <laughs> but there was another one that was that was funny. My friend had this thing, and I was so envious at the time. This is like sort of maybe precursor, or around the same time that like Nintendo had the Zapper. My buddy had this thing. It was like a kind of like a little GI Joe action figure dude named Try Me Captain. You got Power. my Egyptian. Captain Power. <laughs> oh yeah, Captain. Do you Power. remember this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a TV show, and then they had the figures. And then they had ships yep. that were like yep. full size ships, and they were like mounted on like a pistol handle, and they needed batteries obviously because you squeeze a trigger and it would like fire like the ship was firing or whatever. But the funniest thing now in in retrospect is 
they had this VHS cassette that came with it, and it was supposed to be like a game. So you put the VHS, you put the cassette in, and you play it, and then it had like all these cues as though like, okay, this is an interactive moment. Like prepare for battle, and so you have your like ship and your dude in there, and you like I don't know, push a button. There's probably a timer for it to blow up or whatever. With a dude who eject out. Of I the think thing. it was like a light technology. It was no technology. <laughs> it was no technology. It was pre. It was pre Nintendo, or it was around the same time, trying to compete with it, but like on a fraction of the budget. So you just have kids basically in front of the TV, flying around, acting like they were shooting things, and it was kind of like a first person sort of view on the screen. But it's just a. It's a VHS. There's nothing. It's just playing a tape. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So then, yeah. So then you're you're ruining it. But I saw the ads. I never had it because like kids are playing in the ads and their ships are blowing up. Guys are flying out of the right. vehicles. Total, fa- total false advertising. I thought right? it was like the light activated, like the light in the show would connect with this spaceship, and somehow this technology triggered like an e- eject button in the. I think it's just in your just guy's me- spaceship. Mega ca- Captain mega Power. Crap. There was a show about it too, and it was kind of freaky but i caught an episode or two of that i remember being on like beyond saturday mornings yeah. or something i mean the suits were cool you know they yeah. sort of like power up it's kind of cool was power his real last name i don't know Could i be- don't know that's dubious <laughs> i do know a power matt power oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> shout out matt power why yeah. not little do we know it's his dad that was my dad he was in the air force and he got transported to the future yeah in a right. plane that blew up if you played a videotape do you remember the watches too with the animals? Slime time, I think it was like Slime a bat. Time. I don't know all that stuff. Wuzzles? Were you a Wuzzles guy? Were you know the Wuzzles? <laughs> they were like half. Were they? It was like half cat, half donkey, half lion, half butterfly. <laughs> the Wuzzles. No, I don't remember that. I remember Popples. <laughs> they were unholy. Popples mutant. was more my steez. Oh, you're more Popples. Okay, was a Popple guy. Popples versus Wuzzles. I mean, like Wuzzle. I had one Popple. I think I I had come into the possession. You of heard it here popple. first, guys. Yeah. Ghetto socks had a popple. I had a popple, yo. <laughs> Word up. And what was the popples deal? They were like inside out. They were like, like you I don't know. Them I don't know why out, so I would ever have one. Guts were like, a, but they were like they were like a little like stuffed rabbit type thing, and they like came in wild colors, and you could like fold them into themselves, so they became, became like a ball essentially. You could whip them. I don't know. I don't know how I had it. I just remember, I seem to remember having one. I don't know if I had one or if it was just kicking around. Yeah, no, I think my sister had one. I do remember them, Popples. and they were like a puppet. So it was like a flipping. Yeah. The, yeah, the inside out thing is weird. Like, what were these creatures like? If you try and think, like, if you take yourself back to like your brain as a kid, like, how does this animal live? Like, if someone flips it inside out, what does it do? Is it stuck there? I used to have a really dope watch. You were talking about the watches thing. Yeah. Like, I had a, used to have a Ninja Gaiden watch where it was like, a, it was kind of like a calculator watch, where but you could play now, Ninja man. Gaiden on it. I don't know, man. I Ninja wish Gaiden. I still had it. I Damn. wish I still had it. That was a hard game. Yeah. But it wasn't like any graphics, it was like calculator graphics. You know what I mean? Those games yeah. used to be so crazy. Like, I know Joe Run still has some of those mini. Like arcade games, yep, yep. But those were so dope back in the day, and then yep. they got smaller, you know. Yeah, like the Tiger handheld, Tiger games. I had yeah. a baseball yeah. one in Castlevania, I think. But those were the yeah, those were the days. <laughs> those were the one. Those That's were the two games <laughs> for Game Boy or Game Gear or Game Gear. What a ordeal that was! Like <laughs> it was so thick. Like it was 
it was almost as big as a shoe. I seem to remember. It was huge. <laughs> it was thick, and then it had a tiny little color screen. But you, the graphics were remarkable. You can't take that away from no. Game Gear. And it's funny because Game Boy was like a screen that looked like pea soup, and yeah. the graphics were like worse than Nintendo, but it lasted way longer. Right. I think it's because the games and were the games more fun. were better. Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo knew Sega kind of always jumped ahead and was like, we're going to do Genesis. And then Super Nintendo, they're we, like, we're just going to hold back a year or two and then we're just we going to blow Nintendo. your mind. Like, yeah, we got Super Nintendo. Don't worry about it. We got they Mega Man more on brand Nintendo. recognition in North America, too. You know what I mean? I had a buddy whose who's pops, I think, worked for Sega, too. And I like played Golden Axe before anyone else did. And I was like, what? whoa. But then that still didn't change things when I first saw the like Super Mario World ad on TV after, you know, Murder, She Wrote. I'd be like, ah! I was fr- freaking out about that. And then it was just a big resounding no, you know, <laughs> pops on the couch. <laughs> was the other one? TurboGrafx-16. But there was also Virtual Boy. Virtual Boy. Do you remember Virtual Boy? Worst named video game system ever. Virtual Boy. <laughs> 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 now, yeah, this is like... Virtual Boy is like my psycho. <laughs> if my kid asked me for a Virtual Boy for his Christmas, I'd be like, what? Yeah. Where did I go wrong? Well, I mean, the whole Game Boy <laughs> legacy is a little bit sus. Somehow Game Boy seems a little... Well, yeah. I remember... I want in- a Virtual Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Better than a real boy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah the that is <laughs> so yeah i remember in a on that note uh you know nintendo power magazine remember that magazine great magazine excellent reporting they did like a, a contest <laughs> yeah yeah they no, did a contest virtual boy <laughs> You're so hung up on Virtual Boy. Do you remember Virtual Boy, though? Uh, it was like goggles or something, right? I think it was huh? like you had to strap it on. <laughs> you did. I think it was like red goggles that you had to like stick your head into. Yeah, yeah you didn't strap it on. It was just a, <laughs> it was just a little a little tripod on the t- on your table, and you had to like okay. lean into it. I never had one. Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah. I, I think I only saw one maybe at the Radio Shack okay, or something. Okay, cool, and I got cool. To, I tried it for two seconds, and that was about all I needed to know that it was garbage. It was like wannabe 3D with like red and black, and yeah, yeah, it was just brutal. But it's, sorry, you now were we saying, can laugh on it. Now we, we can laugh. laugh we can laugh. So. But then, yeah, the Nintendo Power magazine, <laughs> the, <laughs> the artwork, for Nintendo Power. This one, Prisa. Um, no, uh, <laughs> they had this thing where they had a contest for people to send in artwork where they designed Game Boy, like they did drawings on a Game Boy template. And then one of them was Game Girl, because somebody did Game Girl. But it was also like a girl, I suppose. Yeah, I remember Did the that. artwork. But it was kind of sexist, you know? Like yeah. The buttons were turned into flowers, and it was like, nah. It was just weird. But I mean, like, you're going to call it Game Boy? I mean, what's the motivation? Is there some trans- lost in translation there? Like, I mean, I'm not tore up about it. I'm just Yeah, now you've, no, you've ruined all those times I played Tetris and... Super Mario now Land Now you're just going to run out by a virtual boy. <laughs> <laughs> now virtual boy. going to free the virtual boys. And... Yeah. Weird. So what's next for you right now? What's happening? You got the new video coming out for Poutine from FYPT. November. It came out in November, right? Yeah. 
So we're in last, yeah, so almost, is it almost a year old? Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. I always feel like every album takes at least a year to really pick up, you know, especially yeah. where, you know. Yeah, as independence, it yeah. takes a while for it to circulate on its own. And uh, I'm not too worried about it. Like, uh, No, I don't mean pick up as in like it's not doing. I mean like no, it's no, just no. like to yeah, get to like. To get hip, hip to it, yeah. Yeah, true. yeah, because it still I mean, seems so new to me. Yeah, uh, basically, yeah. No, it's, I'm happy with it. I don't know. It's a great it's record. It's no popple, but it's, you know. <laughs> Outside is such a great jam on that. I love the Thanks. Poutine song. You got a Thanks. video coming for that. That's soon. right. Jay Levangie, I think, did it. Mm -hmm. Our pal, mm -hmm. crazy, talented guy, and the whole team. Yeah. Did the Croc Monsieur. Yeah. Did uh, Out for Treats. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. Lots did you eat stuff. a lot of poutine? Is there a lot of poutine? In Not there? one. Not one in the video. <laughs> I ate a bunch of noodles. Oh, yeah. It was kind of a Blade Runner inspired video. Oh. But yeah, we'll see. I'm For excited. real? Because I haven't seen this. This may be dropping when the video comes out, so I still haven't seen it. Well, we'll it, see. Yeah. There's some Blade Runner. Oh, you're teasing. I like this. It's kind of a Blade Runner inspired visual concept. I mean, Dope. Yeah. We had some cool cosplay dudes come out for it also. Mass Effect guy. Edge of, uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. Great movie. Some cool stuff happening. Suits. These guys make these suits. It's incredible. Yeah. Oh, what's the guy's name? I want to shout him out. Could be Nathan. Nathan something or other. Big ups to Nathan for bringing out the suits. It's crazy. They fly this guy around like Mike Holmes or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, to these Comic Cons and whatnot. Yeah. Or cosplay stuff. I don't know. It's the same thing. Did I just make up a lot no, of No, it's right. Okay, cosplay cool. at Comic Cons. It's all the same. It's all, all right. Comic Cons are just, it's just getting bigger and bigger. I mean, it was just a fan expo. And we just did that Nerd Noise Night, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was. That was a crazy night. You did something. That's, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> you did the Nerd Noise Night, the first stage dive I have ever seen at a nerd music night. But what what happened? What was your what was your thought process when you were on stage at the horseshoe and you were like, "I'm gonna jump into this crowd of people dressed like Vulcans and you know Pokemon's"? And it was taking a chance. <laughs> <laughs> it was taking a chance, but you know what, man? Like, I looked in the crowd and I saw a lot of fire. I saw a lot of fire in those eyes, and I made the suggestion, and it seemed to be, you know warmly received saw a couple of familiar faces out there and uh <laughs> decided, <laughs> decided to take a leave of faith and it was fun yeah no that was good man your your stage it dive was fun. it's it's famous it was now a good time everybody was talking about it yeah man well it's you know, excitement it's something you never really think of when you're in it when you're performing like you do a lot of shows yeah. you know how it is you're trying to like just focus on you know rock the material interact with the crowd and it's uh, on my last tour with Relic. Um, I just kind of started trying to like, when the opportunity, be aware of it. Like I could totally stage dive right now. See, and so yeah, I did it a couple times on tour with Relic, and it was. I think that's why I was like mentally prepared to do that, you know. So, but anyways, just fun, spur of the moment thing, really. That's why I make sure to make a uh, contact with, <laughs> with the audience. Hold I'm the going to. I'm going to jump. I'm going to jump your way. Is this all right? <laughs> I'm talking. Excuse me, you. Yes. Is this okay? I don't know. I don't know if this is all right. And then sort of gauge the response. If they're like, "You're right. You're accurate. We're not catching you," then I just will ease back. Like next track, let's go into it. Let's just leave it at that. Quit while we're ahead. 
But if they're like raging, like, come on, let's do this, come on. I don't know why these accents are coming out. <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. Uh, uh, everybody just turns into Arnold. That really does instill a new Get level of confidence. Come on. Stage dive. <laughs> Come on. That's but, really good, Arnold. Yeah. We'll see. Thank you. You got to get him on your next album. Yeah, I do. I don't know. So, Arnold, did he like... he? So he slept with his... Uh, he had a baby with his... <laughs> did he have a baby with his housekeeper? Was that... Hello, real? Canada. Did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not up to speed. I feel like that might have happened. Yeah, I think it did happen. I'm like, so like, OJ. A couple of years ago. It's like... What's this whole murder thing about anyways? He Didn't he murder somebody or accused of? I don't know. Yeah, Arnie. I don't know, Let's man. He, I guess current he, events. he took some liberties. I'm going to guess this is news from... I'm going to say four years ago. I was thinking about it the other day. I'm just like, maybe we could holler at his son and get him on the record. Schwarzenegger has a son, too? Well, yeah, this new son. Oh, the new son. Yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about <laughs> here, man? Jesus. Ah, it's a virtual boy. I don't know. <laughs> virtual boy. <laughs> virtual boy made real. So, anyways, there's that. I don't know. Everybody's got kids nowadays. Everybody's got kids. Everybody's got kids. You think you're going to have kids ever? Maybe? I don't know. We don't we don't like to get too heavy here. It's too, it's too we don't real. get too heavy. We don't get too heavy on the weekend. I we was just... once approached uh, to be, uh, how do you say, facilitator, a father, a pair, a f- uh, well, an help, au pair, help conceive, <laughs> help conceive. A, 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 a lesbian, concept artist, a lesbian couple yes. wanted to have a child, and I was once approached. Wow, and that was cool. That's an honor, man. Yeah, that was. That's cool. actually a very respectable thing that yeah. two people want you to. It was be it, that involved yeah, in their life. Cool. Good cool. for you. It never actually happened, yeah. so maybe they just figured it. Found out re- the real, what's real about me. That would be a cute laugh. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. It just didn't work out in the end. But that's it was, uh, yeah, it was. It was a nice experience to be shortlisted. Yeah, that's nice. Long listed, maybe. Yeah, I honestly but, don't think that's the only time I ever really thought about it. I think yeah, was when like oh, some maybe this is real, you know. You never know. Clicking. So what else is next? With the video coming up. Got the video coming out. New Swamp Thing. You're yeah. involved with. You were heavily involved with the last Swamp Thing. Yep, New Swamp Thing record coming along. Um, I mean, that's really Timbuktu, Choke, and Civilian, Jokeylees. Yeah. Also known as it's a family and operation. They're putting that together, and you know, you and I are going to be guesting on it, as well as a bunch of usual suspects. I subs- I suspect. Yep. Um. And yeah, so that's that. The Nilla record. Yep. Nilla's record. Uh, working on a tour with Rel, Jeff Speck, and uh, DJ John Deck. Dope. Starting in uh, late October, running through. December, going to Australia, Asia, Japan. Still ironing out details, so that's happening. That's amazing. Yeah. How can people stay up on that? Um, they can find out on web stuff. GhettoSocks.com? Yeah, GhettoSocks.com. Drop and Science, maybe? Drop and Science Productions.com. Uh, I don't know. Twitter. Instagram. We'll have all that stuff. As it develops, fresh and if ghetto, if you see ghetto socks coming to your town, you got to check them out. Yeah, don't have a choice in that matter. No choice, no choice, dude. Thanks for coming by on the weekend, man. 
Hey, no problem. It's been man. a hilarious, fun, relaxing time. It's not like I have anything better to do. Dude, here. this is awesome, man. Just it's chilling. awesome. We still got to get tacos. Got to get tacos. We never got those tacos and nachos. Taco the town. Taco. <laughs> have you been to uh, Have you been to Seven Lives? No. 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 Kensington. Okay. Try it out. Best fish tacos, I think, in the city. I'm saying it. I haven't. Been, I, I don't know if I've been to La Carnita. But yeah, Carnita's good. I love their tacos. That's where we were gonna go. Yeah, that was. We where should we're check gonna that go. out. We should check it out. Carnita, big fan. Big we like fan. tacos out here. Like tacos. Get some tacos. We All like talking. Taco talk. Cool. Thanks, All man. Right, man. No sweat. Thanks Peace. for having me, man. It started in the Bronx and part of Harlem. It started in Freezer's house. Shut up! Break is when you don't have nothing to do and, you know, everybody just stand around getting high. You can make up your own freezes. You got name calls and you got names for them. The knowledge I personified, bona fide haters running sides to the blind who deny style alone and not. Zones defined by the written and the spoken rhyme provokes a mind to choke like beholding smoking dimes. Talking about those jeans on the green, that's reefer. Peace to the powerful queens like Latifa. Smash peepers and cell phones with bad features, keeping both feet on the ground. I mean, Adidas. I had cheetahs and leopards as pets. Seven and check the sixth, had the cleverer steps. Robots pop, lock, slide with the fat data as I watch a turtle hang glide with a jack hammer. Solar eclipse, be girls be holding their hips, head spins into a freeze as cold as it gets. Crew hoodies drenched with aroma and sweat. And when the heads go berserk, that means the moment was fresh. And be boys, keep it moving, keep improving, keep on doing what you're doing. And be girls, keep it moving, keep improving, keep on doing what you're doing. DJs, rock, rock on, yeah. You be the heart of the party, so keep the beat strong. And MCs, rock, rock on, yeah. Motivate with the mic, yeah. Tribal ritual and Bogaloo by the bus stop with animated antics and trance by the up rock. Advancements of the innovators planning the bus spots and tangled with the imitators. Biters can suck. Nah, now they're there. No need to despair. Squares, we're working in the circular with halos that tear hairs. The brakes are home, and my throne is an air chair. Kids do air flares while the crowd stares like care bears. Running man, rubber bands to a pompo. Under fans, a hundred hands grip to a bronco. Windmills turn, and an architect plans stuff. Superman saves babies, mummies, and handcuffs. Moetto gets built Cause my poetical skills are incredible Like Magic Johnson's medical bills It's dedicated to never faded progressions of ill Simply proving that the art forms indelible still And be boys Keep it moving, keep improving Keep on doing what you're doing And be girls Keep it moving, keep improving Keep on doing what you're doing DJs, rock, rock on, yeah You be the heart of the party So keep the beat strong And MCs, rock, rock on, yeah Motivate with the mic and keep it moving on and on and on and on and on and on and on on and on and on and on and Aziz rock rock on yeah NLB rock rock on yeah NJD rock rock on rock rock on rock rock on slow it down been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network.